Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Two Takes podcast with Shannon and April. Our topic here today is borrowed confidence. So that was a new one for me. Um, maybe I'm just late to the game. But um, in the last couple of years, just learning new things, I had someone say, hey, you can borrow my confidence in you till you gain your own. And I thought, you know, that's really kind of interesting. It's like, it, it just stopped me in my tracks. I thought, well, that's pretty cool. Number one, they have confidence in me and they lent it to me <laughs> until I had my own. And so I think about that all the time when I'm learning something new is where does our confidence come from in order to do these new things? Um, so lots of sources. Um, and I'm going to talk to you about what happens when you borrow confidence, what happens when you borrow it from different sources or come across your confidence in different ways. Um, doing new things or facing new challenges can put us in an uncomfortable space until that becomes our new norm or our um, competencies increase with the new skill set or the new position that we're in. Um, it, it happens for all sorts of reasons. And um, at, on one of these podcasts, we'll kind of go through the four stages of learning that kind of talks about that. But I thought about that in the moment going, I'm doing something new that is out of my comfort zone. And if they have confidence in me, I'm like, I just have to own that for a little bit. And when we do borrow confidence, just know that it is um, somewhat on a timeline, if you will, because at some point you're going to have to find your own confidence within yourself. You can only borrow it for a certain amount of time, right? Like a library book. They're going to want it back <laughs> with interest, right? So I'm sure I still have a blockbuster. <laughs> I, I don't know. Don't lunch you for life. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think about that going, what are areas in which people maybe lend their confidence to you? It could be maybe even just referring someone into your organization. If you are a referring source to a colleague of yours or um, someone else in the business community, I had a gentleman recently that says, hey, can I check your references? I love what I'm hearing, um, but I'm very specific about how I make my um, referrals to people because it reflects on me. 100%. I love that because if he takes care of his referrals that much, I know that the people that he refers to and will refer to me will be quality leads. And so he came to one of my um, trainings and then he's checking my um, references as to what they have to say. Um, so I will get his borrowed confidence until I make progress with his referral. So, so I think about that going, okay, where does that come from? Do we have, do we surround ourselves with people that can even lend confidence? Think about that. If they aren't confident people, they aren't going to cheer you on. They aren't forward thinking or they aren't um, have their own aspirations they might not have the depth in which to lend confidence to anyone else because they're struggling to find it on their own. So think about that is who do we surround ourselves with? Are they people that are going to compliment us um, in ways that make us better, push us to try new things, um, push us out of our comfort zone because that's where we learn. So thinking about that, if we're in a life of status quo, then that's really all we're going to get. We need to surround ourselves with people that can lend confidence and push us a little bit more. And then when we look inward to ourselves, going, okay, I have not done this before, but 
think back to other things you have done. And this is where you can come to confidence within yourself is going, I can do hard things. I've done this. It wasn't this exact same thing, but I met the challenge head on and pushed through. Um, I remember the feeling in that moment that I did that new thing. And I can rest assured that that feeling of uncomfortable and unrest or nervousness will go away because I proved it to myself doing things in the past. So those are some things that you can do inwardly going, you don't have to do the same thing all the time. Just think about times that you've experienced um, experienced this. And I have some notes written down here. Um, it says here that um, don't, um, don't borrow confidence from people with insufficient funds. We think about that on the banking side. It's like, okay, we're going to go borrow money. I need to make sure they have the money to lend. Like, do they have the confidence to lend? Um, and can they give it to you in a meaningful way? Um, and then we talked about this a little bit off camera, but it's okay to ask, okay, well, you have confidence in me. Can you tell me why? Because then it allows you to own it a little bit more. It's not like, oh, you can do it. Oh, okay. Maybe I can fly if I jump out of this plane. I mean, let's have some reasoning behind this before we get crazy. Like, own why? Because it's like, oh, I didn't see that in myself before. And you can own that they really thought about why they're lending it to you. And um, on the other side, we talk about the positive and giving to others in a positive way of lending confidence. But beware that we also aren't borrowing people's bad beliefs. So I think about that too, when you do new things, uh, for example, a lot of um, my businesses are in rural Nebraska. Um, it's worked out well. I can't tell you how many people are like, you can't do that there. That's not in the middle of the city. It's not downtown. Well, why not? You know, if I believed everyone else's bad beliefs, I wouldn't have done the things that I've done. Um, so being cognizant of what all you're borrowing, um, borrowing positive, borrowing logically who you're borrowing from, and you don't have to adopt everyone else's limitations to what they're going to do with their life or um, maybe setbacks that they give themselves that aren't needed. So being aware of what you're borrowing is really important. So that's kind of my take on borrowing confidence. I'll pass it to April for the two takes on the topic. And I have, uh, I have, I have many things on this topic. So I think it's funny. Shannon and I have been great friends um, for many, many, many years and coworkers for many of those years. Um, we are so alike in some ways and we are <laughs> so drastically different in other ways. Um, so like, just as a example, Shannon is a big goal setter. Like, Shannon <laughs> loves setting goals. Love it. I do not formally set goals. I just say to myself, I'm doing this and I do it. And that's there, there is no discussion. There's no, that's just the way it is for me. Um, I am, I don't feel like I'm an over, I don't, I don't know how to say this without it just sounding, you can bleep this out if you want, without it just sounding douchey, basically. But let's get real for a sec. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, but that's not how I mean what I'm about to say. 
I can't wait to hear what you have to say. I don't consider myself a particularly overly confident person. However, I am, I'm kind of just a jumper. I'm like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's see what happens. And Shannon gets to experience this all the time because I, I will come into her office or whatever, and she'll be working on something and she'll be, um, I don't even know. I think she was in the last time this happened, she was in the back end of, end of a website trying to make some updates. And she was like, I, just don't, I don't know if this is, should I do this? Should I not do this? I don't even think it was a website. It was something else. It was something I think it was actually, it was something very final. And, um, I was like, yeah, just click it and see what happens. <laughs> what's, what's the worst thing that happened? Really? I mean, you know, you, I, I guess you maybe have to make a stop payment on your credit card because you just bought <laughs> something from Indonesia. I don't know. I um, think that's why we have to be careful who we're around. I'm like, gosh, you sound really confident. I, I think I can go. <laughs> um, but I think you should be cognizant of if you are a lender also. Yeah. What type of confidence you're lending a B and that you're doing it. Um, it took me a while to sit down and think of some specific examples other than going into Shannon's office and just telling her to click random buttons to see what happens. Um, cause it's like, well, you're the owner of the company. So <laughs> ultimately Luckily, I needed her permission anyway. It's fine. It's fine. No, nope, it's fine. Um, but I took me some time to actually think about ways that I do this with people. Um, and I think a lot about when we bring new employees into the fold, um, or maybe into new positions within the company. Um, when we go to client meetings, um, whenever we go to client meetings, we frequently will bring a quarterly report with us or their most recent monthly report so that we can run through it and discuss numbers and stats and what they all mean and where things are falling. Um, and I will have a very, very pointed conversation with that employee before we go into the meeting. And I will say, I'm going to be the one in the future, you are going to present this information. However, I'm going to present it today because this client might have X, Y, and Z quirks, or they're going to want to ask all of these weird random questions and just derail the meeting or whatever. And I want them to, them being the, the new employee, I want them to be able to see how it's done, how it's handled, um, how questions are answered. Um, how the information is presented, those types of things. And then I'm there with them the next time when it's time for them to present. And I'm there to jump in at any point in time if they get stuck, which I think has only happened a handful of times, if that. Um, but just a literally leading by example, showing people what you want or what needs to happen. 
And then being there to back them up when it's their turn to do whatever it is that needs to be done. And those are all really internal things. The other thing, which I know Shin and I have talked about before, is um, if we have somebody, which this happened to me a ton at when I worked in the emergency department, um, people would call in just angry, just angry as all get out about Lord only knows what. Um, and the people that I oversaw at that time, I would always say, just send them to me. You do not get paid enough to deal with this. Send them to me. If you want to come listen to see how I handle it, you sure can. If you want to try and handle it in the future, you're more than welcome to as well. Um, oh, I want. <laughs> I want all those calls. I know. They're fun. Um, but it, I'm not just throwing people to the wolves and assuming that they have the confidence or the skill set or the knowledge or whatever the case may be to work through what it is that they're working through. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, more, and I, I'm looking down at my notes here. Um, it's more than just being a sideline cheerleader, just being like, yeah, you can do it. You've got this. Um, it's about actually being present, um, and available for those people so that they aren't just borrowing your confidence. They're borrowing, you're lending your time. You're lending your expertise. They're getting to sample all of that. Um, and I think all of that together helps to build their confidence as well. And then that's something they can hopefully pass forward. Yeah. I like that. Um, you talked about being the lender as well as the receiver, just being cognizant of what's happening. Um, number one, if you are the receiver of that, be grateful. Someone wanted to support you in that way. And you have people around you that will do that for you. And if you're the lender finding value and excitement, um, and fulfillment in doing that too, because, um, I think that's just as important. Um, I think about times that like when April had to switch from an emergency department, which is hectic, last minute, critical thinking in the moment, all of that stuff to a planned environment, which gives me a lot of peace. Um, but it was very different. And so I know she's like, I'll give it my best. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're the smartest person I know, which are not hollow words. If you know April at all, she's brilliant. Um, you know, and I could tell her why. I mean, you're very good at organizing. You're very good at um, taking things and making a mess very linear. linear. How do I want to say that? Linear. 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 Yes. See, you I can't say it. I'll be I'm your cheerleader. I'm the best. She's the one that makes it straight and straightens it all out. Um, but, you know, I think about those things that I knew the qualities that would make her successful and telling her that on the onset. And what's interesting about this podcast here is April and I, I'm not going to tell you the title of it because it's not relevant here, but um, a few years ago, she's like, let's do something. This is a video series that we did. And um, April really pushed my comfort zone with that because she will just, she'll say anything and I'll be like, 
what's she going to say? You know, I'm much more of a planned person, but she pushed my comfort zone. And I think if she hadn't done that, this stuff wouldn't happen here today. Um, Making a change in my career wouldn't have happened. Um, Those sorts of things, because she lent me that opportunity and that confidence to stand right beside me and do it with me. Um, So that's pretty cool too. So um, my takeaways for you guys on the Two Takes podcast is surround yourself with really great people. You will not regret it. Um, If your inner circle is limiting Um, branch out and be very specific on bringing new people in. You don't have to kick people out, but know what they bring into your world and then being cognizant of what you're bringing into other people's worlds. Um, Because when you start seeing potential in others, you will start seeing potential in yourself as well. So uh, think about that with borrowed confidence and lending confidence in the next weeks to come. Uh, Thanks for joining us here at Two Takes Podcast. If you have anything that you'd like to share with us, maybe a moment in which someone lent you confidence, um, put it in the the chat below or communicate with us. Um, It certainly is something that we can share as a community and learn from one another and celebrate. So I will see you next week on the Two Takes Podcast. Bye, everyone. 